Hi, welcome to Lavish Hospitality. You are listening to one of the prayer episodes that um, I do of walking through the Psalms. So it's been a few weeks, but we are going to be praying through Psalm 6. So just thought we would come back and do that together. This week has just started. I'm actually recording this on a Monday. And um, I love Mondays. Are y'all Monday fans? Monday is a great day for us, primarily because my husband's off work. His day off is on Monday. And he also has Sunday off, but Sunday he's at church from sunup until about one o'clock. So that's not really a day off. So we enjoy like Sunday at about one and all day Monday just because he's home and he can relax and the boys are at school so we can have a a date day or do things around the house or just chill. Our home is quiet. So Mondays are a great day. Um, We are going to go grab some Chipotle after I record this and do some shopping. So it's always fun just to hang out with your husband and you don't have to pay for a babysitter. So that's one of the ways or one of the reasons we love Mondays. But another reason I love Mondays is you're kind of given this fresh start to a new week. And last week was super emotional for me, um, parenting and dealing with everything from the 9-11 remembrance and all the posts and podcasts and just a lot of friends going through some some hard things, some health issues, some emotional issues. I was working on a wedding invitation suite that I got done. It's going in the mail today. Anytime I'm done with a big project, it's a great relief. And um, it, it was just hard. And you go through seasons of, of relational hard. My uncle passed away. It wasn't an uncle I knew um, much at all. We lived across the country from each other. Just didn't see him a whole lot. But then you have family who's grieving. And it's just hard. Life sometimes has hard weeks. And we have to learn how to figure out how to deal with those. And maybe step back from some things. When we are going through some parenting difficulties, we kind of hunker down and don't do a whole lot. Because we're exhausted emotionally by the end of the day. And um, I've learned to know my limits. And I hate canceling out on things that I've said I will go to, but I also know that if it's a season where I don't need to do extra things, I just have to say no. Learning how to say no is something that I think every person has to learn how to do because it really does save your life (laughs) um, through a lot of things. But anyway, all that to say, um, let's get going on Psalm 6. Psalm 6 is a psalm of David. It is a, the headline in my Bible says a prayer for mercy. I was listening to Dane Ortland's new podcast this morning where Monday through Friday, he's going through the Psalms and reading his little bit of devotional commentary on it. So, and actually today it was Psalm 6. And he, he said We don't know exactly the difficulty that David was facing during this psalm, but it seemed to be this interpersonal, um, like chaos, for lack of better words. And I thought there, there would probably be 
Like no better psalm I can think of right now that would speak to life right now where everybody is just on edge with people, whether it's a political difference or maybe your family's in chaos or parenting is hard or your job's questionable, all these things. I mean, we have so much chaos in our lives and we don't know what to do with it often. And David's not one of those really low-key people. We see so much of David's emotional and spiritual life in the Psalms, which is great news for me because I am not a super even-keeled person. I mean, I can go with the flow a lot, but just like my boys, I have big emotions. And I think with the Holy Spirit's help, He has allowed me to grow in self-control, to grow in sanctification, to grow in my understanding of how emotions work and how I can figure out what to do with those and what those look like as they go out of me. But um, I'm glad we get these emotions from David. I'm glad God didn't just leave, leave the Bible without the Psalms because we get so much of what we can do with emotions an earlier podcast I did was with my friend Courtney. Um, I'll link it in the show notes, but she has a book, Teach Me to Feel. And it's all about how the Psalms can help us understand the emotions that we have in light of scripture and the gospel. So anyway, let me read Psalm 6 and then we will get started on praying it. Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not discipline me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are shaking. My whole being is shaken with terror. And you, Lord, how long? Turn, Lord, rescue me. Save me because of your faithful love. For there is no remembrance of you in death. Who can thank you in shale? I am weary from my groaning. With my tears I dampen my bed and drench my couch every night. My eyes are swollen from grief. They grow old because all of my enemies. Depart from me, all evil doers, for the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea for help, and the Lord accepts my prayer. All of my enemies will be ashamed and shake with terror. They will turn back and suddenly be disgraced. So the first thing I love about what David does in the psalm is he He tells the Lord who he is. He recognizes the character of God as he is praying to him. So here are the things that stand out. He recognizes that God has a right to be angry. That God is angry towards sin. That he does not like sin. He is holy and righteous. And and his anger kindles against sinful behavior. He um, disciplines. He is a father. Always in the Proverbs, we're talking about how God disciplines his son or in that parenting fatherhood language. But he's a discipliner. He will discipline us to make us more like Christ. He is a wrathful God. David doesn't say only the great pleasant things about God. He looks at God's whole character and, in a way, and just says, hey, he's angry, he's wrathful, but he doesn't leave it there. He says, be gracious to me. 
Like, I don't deserve, I deserve your anger and your wrath. And he doesn't leave it there. So, and then he he talks boldly about what he's going to do. He then turns to the Lord and begs him. Like, look at the boldness of that. Turn, Lord. Rescue me. Save me. He's not just saying, hey, God, if you get around to it, can you please help? I'm having some issues. He boldly comes to God's throne. And how does he do that? He does it. It says, save me because of what? Save me because of your faithful love. And we see that on this side of the cross. We know that that has said covenantal faithful love is is finished in the work of Christ on the cross and how Jesus embodies that love for us. And David looks with faith toward Christ. So, and like I was saying before, David comes with emotions. I mean, we see he's weary from groaning. He's crying. He's crying all the night. He's full of grief. Um, and his, his grief overwhelms his eyes. He says his eyes grow old because of his enemies. They're exhausted. He's exhausted from his crying and his grief. But then he says, the Lord has heard. And I don't imagine that David is saying, hey, all of a sudden, all of my problems are gone. But somehow he turns from saying, hey, listen to me. I'm crying. Turn to me. Save me. And he comes and he says, depart from me, all evildoers, for the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea for help. The Lord accepts my prayer. And he says that, again, we don't know how he knows the Lord heard his prayers, but I think in some way he knows because God has been faithful in the past to hear and respond. So he knows that God in his steadfast love and his faithful love to him, he will stay hearing and responding. So um, so that is Psalm 6, and let's pray it out as we go and just think about these ways, especially in your life if you're facing interpersonal difficulties, as, as Dane put it, um, how you can go to the God who sees our tears and is willing and able to help. So we go to him now. Father, I thank you for being a God who gave us the Psalms, who gave us the prayer book of the Bible, as it's called, one full of emotion, one full of authentic life, that we can see how people who loved you, how they responded to things that were going on in their life. Thank you for not leaving the book of Psalms out. God, we know that you are a righteous God who disciplines sin, who disciplines his daughters, and his sons, his church, his people. And we know that you do that in love and in perfection. You are also a God who, um, who is righteously angry and who is righteously full of wrath and, and will put an end to sin one day. And we long for that day that you will put sin to end 
And as, as one of my son says, sometimes when, when his sin is found out or when he's sorry for his sin, he, he just says, mommy, I want to be there when Satan is destroyed because I don't like sin. And in his little seven-year-old mind, I love that. I love that he is already longing for the day that sin will be no more. God, we thank you for, for those character traits of yours, but we also thank you for grace, that you are a God who is full of grace, abounding in steadfast love and mercy. And you love us graciously. You give us Jesus, your steadfast, faithful, covenantal, overwhelming, never-ending said love to us through the work of Jesus on the cross. And even now as he stands and intercedes for us, God, Jesus lived here on this earth and he cried and he was full of emotion and he prayed when all of his enemies came and were were seeking his life, the the workers of the law, the the workers of iniquity, all these people who wanted to to put him to death, he came and he prayed to you um, so that we might know how to pray when we are facing trials. God, I pray that you would allow us to be bold to you, that we would not come timidly, but that we would come full of faith boldly, as the writer of Hebrews says, boldly approaching the throne of grace with confidence because we have a great high priest in this Jesus and your son who is faithfully standing at your right hand, praying and interceding for us. And whatever trials we are facing, we know that he intercedes on our behalf. God, I pray that we will know your faithfulness, that that we can say, even though all of my troubles may not be over, I may still cry over this or or be facing this trial or this relationship may not be perfect. But God, we know that we can come to you with our tears and know that you are faithful to hear us and that we can boldly pro- proclaim to our enemies and to to the sin that reigns in this world. We can say that God will hear us. God will listen. And and God, it may not mean that all of our troubles go away. I mean, David still fought enemies. His life is still full of animosity and hatred. And even in his own family line, we see his son wanting to devour him and come against him. And there's just so many relational issues. But God, it doesn't mean those will all go away. We just know and stand in your purpose that that you will work all things for good and that we can know that you are um, faithfully working to make us more like Christ, that you will use situations in our life to turn us to you, to show us yourself. And we thank you for being a God who wants to uh, be in relationship with us that doesn't mind if we bring him our tears, doesn't mind if we if we cry out and and we're weary and we're tired and we're exhausted because of the problems in our life, that we can come to you. And you haven't given us um, social media so that we can go complain. You haven't given us um, platforms so that we can just 
boast in our complaints and everything that's going wrong. But God, we have an open door to you. And what better place to come than to the maker of the universe, to the sovereign king over everything, and one who gave his only son, Jesus, to come and live in our our filth and our problems and our worries and our anxieties to come and live in all of that, to show us you, to die on a cross so that we might live with you in eternity in a place where there's no anxiety and no pain and no stress and no tears and no sin. We thank you for Jesus, and it's in his name I pray. Amen. Thanks, y'all, for joining me. Um, That, again, was Psalm 6. The next time we do this, it'll be Psalm 7. See a a pattern? We're just going through the Psalms. I love praying scripture with y'all. Hope it's a blessing. See you next time on Lavish Hospitality.